Anytime, anywhere. Smartphone, tune in radio app. We are 1061 Nash Icon, WRKN, Picayune, New Orleans. Oceana Grill, Bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. Hi, Eric Ashwood, celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Apple. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. If you're in the market for a quality used car, come visit us at Southern Tire Auto Sales. We have a large selection of pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs for every taste and budget. Every pre-owned vehicle on the lot has been carefully inspected for safety and quality. At Southern Tire Auto Sales, we'll only sell you the best used vehicles, and we'll never sell you something we wouldn't buy ourselves. Financing is available. Hickory and Airline and Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m., Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouth-watering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. Francesca by Katie's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Francesca is offering a menu that includes family meals, daily specials, delicious sides, award-winning pizza, New Orleans Best Burgers, Poor Boys Muffaladas, and family recipes. A St. Louis-style deli with sandwiches and sodas. Wine and beer also available. Check out our menu online at francescadeli.com. Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-266-2511. Dine indoors, dine outdoors, or use our delivery services. That's Francesca by Katie's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Mambo's, 411 Bourbon Street. Three floors of incredible dining in what might be the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest and magnificent cocktails. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter Courtyard or on our Bourbon Street balcony. Come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Mambo is perfect for a night out with friends, a romantic getaway, your next event, or a delicious meal with family. Lunch and dinner seven days a week. Order online for delivery at mambonola.com. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. I'm here with my good friend Mike Delahousie of the TikTok Cafe. What'd you say to Eric? Hey, did I ever tell you have like the perfect face for radio? No, Mike. Did I ever tell you that you have the perfect 24-hour diner? Hey, bud. No, as a matter of fact, you haven't. That's because you don't. Come on, man. You know that ain't nice. And uh, neither is your help. Oh, man. 
And why do you eat here so often? Well, my wife says that I'm a glutton for punishment. The TikTok Cafe, where the video poker is always hot, 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 Causeway and I-10, better known as the intersection of E. coli and salmonella. If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com and tell them Eric sent you. Dave Miet Insurance is a full-service independent insurance agency since 1958, offering auto, home, life, health, business, and commercial policies, serving the East Bank, West Bank, North Shore, South Shore, and River Parishes. Dave Miet Insurance is your one-stop insurance specialist. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMietInsAgency.com.
welcome to another edition of Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. 106.1 FM Nash Icon, bringing you home each and every weekday afternoon, 4 to 6. Thanks so much for being there. iHeartRadio app, TuneIn Radio app, digital platforms. Take the show with you anywhere. Free download for your smartphone or tablet, by the way. Nash FM 106.1 and ericasher.com on the World Wide Web. Our podcast is everywhere. Anchor is our home base. Uh, but we're on all your favorite podcasting platforms. And, of course, our social media platforms, at Eric underscore Ash on Twitter, Eric Ash on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram. Um, those that were looking for uh, Inside New Orleans Sports on our YouTube page, well, a uh, little problem with YouTube. They're trying to work that out over WLE-TV right now. I've gotten bombarded by emails and uh, private messages, folks that are looking for the show. Uh, we hope to have that up really within the next hour or so. So uh, they'll, they'll contact me and let me know. And once we do, we'll get that up on our social media platforms. But, again, you can see that tonight uh, featuring Mike Dettelier of WWL Radio, 9 o'clock on Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock on WLE, 2 a.m. on The Deuce, that's WLE TV 2, and then 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. That's, again, Saturday afternoon. So, again, uh, uh, we'll let you know when they work out the kinks or whatever the issue is. Uh, between YouTube and WLAE, so we can get that up for you. Uh, it is the William Grant family to still this Friday extravaganza. Our guest today, uh, Mike Vazan taking the day off. George Loriana taking the day off. George Loriana's uh, daughter is graduating from high school. And congratulations to all the graduates out there, including George's daughter. Uh, so many uh, folks, again, um, sponsors of, of this program, their children are, are graduating, uh, friends, family. Congratulations to uh, all that are graduating, uh, again, high school, college, grammar school. Again, uh, congratulations to each and every one of you. Um, Jude Young will join us at 435 uh, from com and right here at 106.1 FM. Uh, Glenn Gilbo of uh, Outkick.com will join us at 515 this afternoon. He'll take us right up to about 544 uh, when we uh, when we have to depart a little bit early today uh, for UNO baseball. Uh, UNO takes on Texas A&M Corpus Christi. Uh, but uh, 545 pregame, 6 o'clock first pitch right here on 106.1 FM. So keep it locked and loaded uh, right here on 106.1 FM uh, for, again, uh, all UNO athletics, and especially now, again, as we get into the tournament. Uh, UNO wins the tournament. Uh, they're going to the big. They're going to the big dance. So we'll see how that kind of plays out. Uh, it is the William Grant family to still us fry extravaganza, and of course, it is the weekend, right? Thank God, it's the weekend. We um, ask you to first of all drink responsibly, but when you do, reach for a William Grant product: Hendrix Gin, Malago Tequila, Ray Vodka, hottest spirits on the market. Don't forget about Hendrix Neptunia Gin. Uh, again, that super premium gin that's only here for a limited time. A proud sponsor of our Monday show. Uh, that's also part of the portfolio of William Grant. Uh, then the, the scotches, which is an all, all-star lineup of scotches that, again, that are all award-winning. Linfitic Scots Whiskey, the Balvini Scots Whiskey, Grant's Blended Scots Whiskey, Monkey's Shoulders Single Malt, all part of the portfolio of William Grant in the Scotch category. And then, of course, Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey, the second largest selling Irish whiskey in all the world. Uh, you love bourbon, fistful of bourbon whiskey, Hudson bourbon whiskey, or the two bourbons in the, in the bourbon category. And then, of course, in the rum category, it's Florida Kanye Nicaraguan rum and also Sailor Jerry rum and every bottle of Sailor Jerry spice rum uh, that is sold in Louisiana. Portion of those proceeds go to the God Foundation, www.gotourtroops.org. Over $200,000 in financial aid since 2012 has been given to active military members, retired military members, and their family to help them with living expenses, mortgage payments, rent, utility bills, insurance premium, and, of course, in, the, in these times where we're still recovering from hurricanes, even necessary home repairs. 
Uh, you want to give directly, go to www.gotourtroops.org. You want to enjoy uh, that, that giving? Uh, man, look, pick up a bottle of Sailor Jerry rum, and every bottle of Sailor Jerry rum purchased in Louisiana, a poor soul's proceeds go to the God Foundation, taking care of those who take care of us. All right, a lot to talk about. Boy, today we, we, we are going to talk a lot with, about baseball with Jude Young uh, across the, uh, the state as um, tournaments are going to be beginning uh, for most. Uh, well, well, the Southland tournament has already begun. Uh, the rest of the nation will have their tournament starting next week. This is the last weekend of, uh, of again, regular season college baseball for most conferences. Uh, Jude's going to clue us in on what's happening there. Plus, we'll, we'll touch on some other things with him. And then uh, Glenn Gilbo will join us at uh, 5.15 from OutKick. We'll talk about LSU, but we'll also talk about uh, the situation with NIL. Uh, we'll get into the feud between uh, uh, Jimbo Fisher and also Nick Saban. Uh, we'll talk some Saints with him as well. All that coming up on the program this afternoon. But we start off with the New Orleans Saints. And you know, I do a lot of reading at night, uh, just you know, trying to find out as much information as I can, not just about the league, uh, not just about, again, what's going on in other sports, but also, again, what some of the national pundits are saying about, again, the local teams. Uh, you know, it really was frustrating, i got to tell you, during the Pelican season. Uh, you know, again, hearing all the garbage that we heard about New Orleans is not a basketball town. This team needs to be moved to Seattle. We don't deserve a basketball team. You know, all that garbage that, again, that they all had to eat, right? Like I said, you know, again, I hope they, they, they want a little Tabasco, a little crystal on that because they had to eat all that garbage at the end of the season when, when again, the city showed out for, 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 the, for their NBA team. And, look, this is the beginning of something special. Uh, I expect a uh, Smoothie King Center that's packed over the next few years. Uh, this is a team that is, that is ascending. There's no doubt about it. So, I mean, again, you really can't buy into anything national media members say because they're so far detached from what's happening uh, locally uh, that, again, a lot of cases they're just regurgitating things they've heard previously. Or, again, they're doing cursory uh, 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 research in, in terms of, again, what's going on with the team. But I keep reading these national pundits downplaying the Saints' opportunity to be a playoff team this year. I mean, even Vegas isn't buying in right now, right? I mean, that's despite the offseason moves that, that again, to me, net, uh, that, that net make them a stronger team, a much stronger team than last year's team that, that went, what, 9-8, and eight, had 58 starting, different starting lineups, four different quarterbacks. I mean, uh, all that what? Because of injuries, right? Um, you look at, what is it now? It was 7.5, now it's 8 in, in terms of Vegas on the over-under on, on the wins for the Saints. Uh, jump on that. Get on your favorite sports app and jump all over that. Um, Saints, the, when you look at the, the national media, to me, they seem to ignore, and first of all, how bad the wide receiver room was last year. I mean, and how greatly it's been upgraded. I mean, even this past offseason's biggest losses, in my opinion, have been upgraded or are a wash when it comes to talent. Does that sound like a team that's going to take a step back to you? Not to me. I mean, case in point, let's talk about Teron Armstead. When healthy, he's an elite left tackle, right? But the dude averaged missing about six games a year, okay? Six games a season, at least. And then he plays hurt the rest of them. I mean, look, and I'm being honest here, because, again, I felt like they should have re-signed Teron Armstead, especially when you look at what he got the 16th highest uh, payday for, for, for a left tackle. I mean, that's it's not breaking the bank. But, again, name me a year where Armstead was not sitting out due to injury or playing injured. Dude played through injury, but he was always injured. Always injured. Look, Hurst is a mid-level starter at left tackle in the league. But he's available. That's the thing. He's been available. 
he has the ability to play multiple positions, okay, which, again, makes him, uh, you know, uh, valuable to this team. And then you've got a, a, a prospect in Penny that is the next left tackle in waiting. To me, the, the drop-off is mitigated by availability, okay, and the availability of Hurst, the possibility of, again, Penny uh, being, a, being a dominant left tackle, which we don't know whether he whether be or not. But we know what Hurst is. We know what he is. Look at the wide receiver position. Michael Thomas, Jarvis Landry, Chris Olave versus Callaway Smith, Kevin White pulled off the scrap heat. Kenny Stills given a second chance in New Orleans or any other chump that they could find off the scrap heap to be able to play wide receiver for them last year. You don't tell me that wide receiver room is not upgraded? I mean, add Hardy Smith and Callaway as backups this year. This is a very this is a, this is a quality wide receiver room right now. It's not the big lots discount wide receiver room that, that Peyton tried to sell us last year. It's far from it. Just with, the, with again, bringing Michael Thomas back, bringing in Jarvis Landry, and then, and then Chris Olave, who, again, we, look, he's probably going to have some growing pains, but everything is not on him to, to be, again, a superstar right out the box. There are other receivers here now, veteran receivers, that, that can play the game and play the game at a high level. Look at the safety position. Marcus Williams, Malcolm Jenkins. Look, Jenkins was showing his age. There's no doubt about it. Yes, he was a leader, but his skill set was eroding. Okay, I mean, I, I, we get some pundits on here that talk about how great Malcolm Jenkins was. I watched every game. I watched games every game twice. A lot of times I'm keen in on Malcolm Jenkins. Let me tell you something. I, I saw the drop-off. Marcus Williams, nobody's going to dispute his range. Nobody's going to dispute his range, but he was a horrible tackler. And he cost this team because he was a horrible tackler. You take the combination of Marcus May, whose stats show last, last year at the safety position that quarterbacks can, couldn't complete a pass on him or, or rarely competed, completed a pass on him. You take Tyron Matthew, who's a multi-purpose safety. Okay, they can play pretty much every position in the secondary, with maybe the exception of the outside corner on an island, right? At least not at this age. He is as good of a leader as Jenkins. He's a better tackler than Williams, and he's a playmaker who has the knack for finding the ball and making the big play. I mean, that's just, that, that's his, that is his career in a nutshell. He's a playmaker that, again, has a knack for finding the ball and making the big play. From LSU to, again, to, to, to Kansas City to Houston, uh, you know, I mean, we go right down the line. Every, almost, I mean, every place he's been, that's been Tyron Matthews. And then you take the combination of Mays and Matthew, and, and you say they're interchangeable. So that gives you uh, the ability to disguise coverages better. It's a clear upgrade at the safety position, in my opinion. A clear upgrade. No doubt about it. Now, look, I'll say running back is still a concern. It's a concern because of the possible suspension to Alvin Kamara. And they do need to upgrade with another quality back. And I think they're going to do that. Okay? I don't know when they're going to do it. Maybe they're going to do it in camp. They're going to do that. Maybe Smith comes in, the undrafted free agent, and maybe he's the next Pierre Thomas. Who knows? But they're not going into the season with Mark Ingram and Alvin Kamara with the possibility of Alvin Kamara getting suspended. Okay, they're smarter than that. So I'll, I'll, I'll hold my judgment on the, on the running back position until we see, again, who is going to be the quality depth there. The offensive line was decimated by injuries last year. Okay? I mean, odds are, if you look at it, they're going to be healthy this year. Look, I, I blame that on, in a lot of cases, and I said this before, 
two years of no OTAs, two years of Sean Payton, again, pretty much saying, look, I'm not into it, okay? Uh, first year was COVID. The second year was, was un- unacceptable, and I said it last year. Okay, especially when you got a, a brand-new quarterback coming in, when you had the change the Saints had last year. Everybody should have been in camp. Everyone should have been in OTAs. You can't trust, again, these, these guys to be able to get, get, uh, get ready for the season on their own. And I think that led to, the, again, the rash of injuries we saw last year. And I stand by that. 58 different starting lineups, uh, again, when you start talking about the New Orleans Saints because of injuries last year, unprecedented during the Peyton era. And, again, what is the difference between the last two seasons and the rest of the Peyton era? 100% attendance in off-season workouts. Guys that work the entire off-season getting their bodies ready for the upcoming season. We didn't see that last year. You expected, again, these athletes, and some can be self-motivated, to be able to go to their trainers and do it on their own and come into camp in shape. And let me tell you something, ladies and gentlemen, it didn't work. Well, I mean, you call it, again, laziness on the part of Sean Payton. Maybe, again, he wanted to check out. You know, whatever you want to say. They should have had OTAs last year, and I think it led to the 58 uh, different starting lineups that they had. Can't, can't convince me that it can't, that, that it wasn't. And I said it back when it was happening, okay? Those guys need to be in camp. They need to be working out together. They need to be under, under the supervision of the, the training staff and, and the weightlifting staff over at, at, at the Saints so that they're ready, so they get their bodies hardened and ready for the season. Let's see again what's going to be this year, where, where they get the 100% um, off-season uh, uh, attendance to their off-season workouts. And let's see again. So to me, the offensive line, odds are they're going to be healthy. Tight end's a question mark. There's no doubt about it. But I think, I really believe that Troutman is going to step up this year. I think he's going to, I think last year was an anomaly of a guy that's trying to, trying to still learn the NFL game. Johnson was a, is a hybrid. He was moved to, to the tight end position. He could be a weapon for this team. And Vanette was injured all season long. So how do we know what you – when Vanette was at Denver, he was a guy that could catch the football but was more of a blocking uh, tight end. He was injured most of the year. If he comes back and healthy, he's going to be an upgrade. And then you add Taysom to the, to, to the mix if he's healthy. That tight end room could be, could be fine when it's all said and done. The defense. I mean, who looks at this defense – and doesn't think this is one of the top defenses in the NFL. First of all, they're stout at all three levels. Then again, let's talk about injuries. You should get Turner back, okay, who again has a year under his belt, even though, again, part of that was, was injured. Davenport is in a contract year. You know he's going to be playing well. Passigno was a terror on the inside until he got injured. All of them are back. Add Street to that group, uh, the, the defensive tackle out of San Francisco, okay, I think this group is better. I think it's better. I think all around is better. I think you take some pressure off Cam Jordan. He doesn't have to do everything for you anymore. The linebacker core is more than solid, uh, especially with Demario Davis. Werner is coming on. There's no doubt about that. Uh, they could add Quan, and I think make it a much better linebacker core with, with again, better quality depth. We'll see. Hopefully Quan is back just because of his energy. His athleticism. I mean, there's so many boxes that he checks, and then also as a tandem with Demario Davis, uh, they just—it's magic together. If not, look, let me tell you something. Werner's ready. Werner's ready. He's ready to take the next step. The secondary is better than last year. Period. Across the board, better, better. Okay, better. You got a healthy Will Lutz coming in. Gilligan showed he's a weapon. Hardy's one of the best returners in the NFL. And then, of course, when you talk about the coverage teams, they continue to be tops in the NFL. Show me where they've had a drop-off, okay? So there are only other two other questions here. 
The questions, again, are legitimate, but maybe a little bit overblown. Okay, first of all, Peyton is gone. We know that. We have no idea what's going to happen with the situation, with, with, again, how this coaching staff goes forward. But the coaching staff remains intact. If anything, they've upgraded with Marone at the offensive line. Bring, come bring him in as an offensive line coach. He's one of the best in the league. Plus, he's a former head coach. He's a former head coach. We don't know what, what type of coach Dennis Allen's going to be, okay, as far as a head coach. But, again, he has a much better chance of success because of the stability of keeping the staff together, adding a guy like Marone, and also the player leadership is intact. You know, we talked about culture all offseason long, keeping the culture together. You know, how's that going to be? Look, we have no idea. But we hope that Dennis Allen learned from his time at Oakland and that the fact that this staff is intact, you've added a guy like Marone, and you've got that leadership intact, that this should be smooth sailing for this team. We don't know, but neither do the national pundits. But if you're basing this team on, on again, spiraling down based on, again, um, uh, the difference between Dennis Allen and Sean Payton, I think you need to hold a step here. Let's see what's going to happen. The other one, obviously, is Jameis Winston. Okay, that's the other question. Look, yes, he's coming off ACL uh, injury. I'm not worried about that, okay? Will he revert back to, again, the Tampa Bay Jameis? That's a question, and it's a legitimate question, especially without Peyton on the sidelines and in that, in that meeting room. No one knows, but based on the first seven games of last season, okay, and the upgrade in weapons, he should have a great year. All I've been saying the entire offseason is give him weapons. What I said last year. Give him weapons. They didn't give him weapons last year. This year they've given him weapons. There's no reason to believe that, again, with the weapons that he has, that he cannot be successful. There's no reason at all. And when you talk about the ACL injury, it's no longer a death nail for a pro athlete, okay? He should be fine. And, look, it should be even better if his offensive line can stay healthy and give him a chance to be able, again, throw the ball downfield without, having, without again, having guys hanging all over him like he did last year. So, to me... Despite what the national pundits are saying, and even again, look, it's hard to go against Vegas, right? I mean, there's a reason why Vegas has been around as long as it has. Okay, they don't lose. But the Saints are a better team than they were last year. They've made some significant upgrades at positions of need and the continuity needed for sustained success. So, look, this team is better than an eight-win team, in my opinion, especially if healthy. And... If we get good Jameis as opposed to bad Jameis, they're a Super Bowl contender. Now, look, the schedule's tough. 14 weeks without a bye is brutal, okay? But every team needs a little bit of luck with injuries. And in this case, the Saints are due, okay, when you look at the last couple seasons. I'm just saying again, I think the national media, I think Vegas is sleeping on this team. And in a way, I think that could be a good thing, especially for a veteran team that has a tremendous amount of pride like this team does. Because I think it's good for motivational purposes only. So we'll see how it plays out. There's still some work to do. There's still some additions that have to be made. You've got to have a little bit of luck. They've got to work hard in the offseason to get their bodies ready uh, for, again, a long stretch, especially now knowing that you've got a 14-game stretch without a bye. You better have your body ready. And I'm sure that each and every one of those uh, athletes know that. But I like this team. I like the way it's built. Again, to me, to me, the biggest void they had was the lack of weapons, and they've solved that problem. You know, they've upgraded that secondary, especially in the secondary, with Marcus May and, and, and Tyron Matthew. They are better on the defensive line. Again, just by, again, having guys coming back from injury, and a guy that, look, is ready to get paid, and Marcus Davenport. 
He can be a beast when he's healthy. You know he's coming out looking for that paycheck. There are a lot of reasons why you can be optimistic about this New Orleans Saints team, and I am. Despite what, again, national pundits are saying, despite with again, Vegas is saying, because Vegas will adjust. Vegas will adjust as they've already adjusted just with the addition of Jarvis Landry and Tyron Matthew. They will adjust on the Saints, especially as they get, as they get closer to the season. All right, you're listening to Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6 o'clock. Actually, to, I'm sorry, 544 because of, um, of UNO Baseball. I want to remind everybody about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com, North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank. If you are looking for a company you can trust with your air conditioning system, uh, your heating system, it's Burkhardt. 15 trucks in the field, Nate certified technicians. Folks, I'm telling you right now, you call, they come. Even after hours, they have, a again, a, a, a member of the Burkhart staff that, again, answers calls 24 hours a day, and they can dispatch a technician to get out to you to get you up and running. Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating, truly a company can trust. doesn't matter what type of system you have at your home or your business. They're authorized to service it. And if you're in the market for a new system, man, don't sign that contract with any other company until you at least give Burkhart an opportunity to give you a price, sit down with you, and show you what Burkhart's all about. Trust is the foundation in their business. Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. It is the William Grant family to steal this Friday extravaganza. I'm Eric Asher. Coming up next, Jude Young of CrestedSports.com and 106.1 FM Nash Icon. We'll be right back. Inside New Orleans. If it's New Orleans sports, culture, food. Inside New Orleans with Eric Asher is talking about it. Weekdays at 4 on 1061 Nash Icon and available online anytime at NashFM1061.com. This report is sponsored by Mattress Firm. Junk sleep got you down. The sleep experts at Mattress Firm can help. Get a king bed for a queen price and save up to $500 off during the best Memorial Day sale ever. Plus, get a free adjustable base with qualifying purchase. Look out for an accident that's blocking the right lane on 10 eastbound at the 10610 merge. And your delays are going to be heavy if you're traveling on 10 eastbound from just past the Bonnet Carey Spillway to Power. And delays pick back up 10 eastbound from Orleans to the high rise. And then delays pick back up on 10 eastbound right from a Crowder to Reed. In the meantime, delays are heavy on 10 westbound from City Park to the airport on the 610 on the westbound side your delays are heavy from just before canal boulevard to the 10610 merge and on the eastbound side from veterans to the 10610 merge in the meantime look out for delays that are solid if you're traveling eastbound along the west bank expressway the crescent city connection and the pontchartrain expressway's delay stretch from stump boulevard to the claiborne Earhart exit in the meantime look out for accidents bienville at north durgenois also gravier at loyola and press drive at chef i'm at robinson broadcasting from the attorney mike brand their traffic center. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue, open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 
305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can have. Hi folks, trust is what Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhart to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhart to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price, do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhart always says, trust is the foundation of our business, just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhart. Visit acpromise.com, that's acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. Hi, Eric Asher here with my good friend Mike Delahousie, the TikTok Cafe. What'd you say, Eric? Hey, Mike, you know what my prescription medication and the TikTok Cafe have in common? What's that? Friend? They cause drowsiness, dizziness, nausea, cramps, diarrhea, blurred vision, muscle aches, gas, heartburn, upset stomach, constipation, weight changes, decreased sex drive, impudence, dry mouth, ringing finished? in the ears, depression. Oh, yeah, and suicidal thoughts. It's the TikTok Cafe, Causeway I 10 in Metairie. Traffic. This wagon commute is killing me. You mind if I turn on your old radio? Oh, same three chants on every station. Throughout history, people have always hated to commute. Search work from home jobs at monster.com or download the app. Back to Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 544 this afternoon, leading you into UNO baseball. UNO taking on Texas A&M Corpus Christi in um, second round of the of the um, uh, Southland Conference Baseball Tournament. Joining us on the, joining us on the program now is uh, Jude Young of CrestedSports.com and 106.1 FM uh, All Access. Jude, how are you, bud? Hey, I'm great. Happy Friday to you, my friend. Happy Friday to you. First of all, let's get started. Let's talk. First of all, tell everybody about CrestCitySports.com and, of course, your great show right here on 106.1 FM. Well, folks, we hope you follow us each and every day at CrestCitySports.com, at CCS Daily on Facebook, and especially Twitter and our special high school-connected coverage on CCS Prep. That's CCS Prep on Twitter and Facebook as well. We cover it all, high school, college, and the pros, and, of course, part of the family here at 106.1, all access in the 6 o'clock hour. I normally do my show on Tuesday night, so check into that one as well. Jude, let's start with UNO. Um, again, winners last night over HBU, taking on Texas A&M, Corpus Christi tonight. Talk a little bit about um, uh, the Southeastern Conference, the, the South, the, 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 uh, the was it the, the uh the Southeastern Louisiana bracket of the of, of the conference tournament. Right, and you don't have to worry about Southland Conference for too much longer because apparently this summer they're planning to rebrand the league after many decades. So go figure with that. But it's still the Southland right now, and you're right. There's a Southeastern-based bracket. They're the number two seed in the tournament, and McNeese, the number one seed, is hosting the other side of the eight teams in total postseason over in Lake Charles. 
unlike McNeese, who won yesterday, Southeastern lost that other game yesterday while UNO knocked off HBU in a game you heard right here on this station. And tonight it'll be, as you mentioned, UNO taking on Texas A&M Corpus Christi. Southeastern was able to win their elimination game today just went final a little while ago so they're waiting for the one o'clock game tomorrow against the loser of tonight's contest it's basically a four-team double elimination regional style deal to try to come up with two finalists to play a best two out of three series next week thursday through saturday and uh, uno's in really good shape because even though they're the three seed and had to go on the road and play in a place where when southeastern's playing you in particular it's really tough the lions got beat in the first game and they have to go the long route so if uno can win tonight they'd be sitting pretty going into tomorrow Talk about the format, which is different than, than years past. Yeah, normally you would have, and this league at one point, not too long ago, had 13 teams that would have to battle to qualify for the eight postseason spots. When they went down to just eight this year, they decided to do something different, particularly after what happens in these eight team push it through one week midweek to weekend double elimination tournaments where the pitching gets really stretched out and they wanted a more fair way to determine a champion with the NCAA bid at stake so they did go ahead and and come up with this concept to make it a two weekend deal in their regular season early and have the mini regionals play it out just like the NCAA and, and be able to go ahead and then play it off in a best two out of three series, which is what we're used to seeing, right, during the regular season. Best two out of three series is a good result for you in conference play, and now that'll determine the champion, and I think it gives you a better chance of getting the best games along that route with teams having their best pitching like they normally do on the weekends available to determine the winner. First of all, talk about the other sites uh, and, again, the the teams that are there and, and who has advanced thus far. Well, uh, McNeese is in good shape as far as being a host that was able to win their first game. And also, we look at the fact that two Louisiana teams matched up in the other part of that bracket. Nichols was able to save their ace, who's an all-conference pitcher, and took a risk trying to beat Northwestern State yesterday. Without him, it worked out, and as a result... Now they're sitting pretty tonight with their ace matching up at McNeese. So like UNO versus Corpus Christi tonight being the big game to determine who has the advantage the rest of the way in the southeastern bracket, the McNeese bracket, probably gets determined by who wins between Nichols tonight uh, against McNeese. And uh, starting to set up pretty nicely, perhaps, particularly if UNO wins this evening, that you could have the Louisiana versus Louisiana next weekend to determine the automatic bid for the tournament. Now, you um, you mentioned that uh, the Southland is going to be rebranding. I- any word on, again, what that is going to look like? No, at this point, new commissioner Chris Grant has gotten a third-party company to help research to come up with a new branding for the league as they try to move forward. And look, I can only speculate because you're you're going to hear the positive spin of things on why a rebrand would happen uh, to to be able to move forward with these teams, mostly Texas-based who left the conference. Uh, a Texas team moving up from Division Two is moving into the league next year in Texas A&M Commerce. 
Commerce. Lamar, who was one of those teams to defect to the WAC, will be coming back when they're allowed to year after next. So with that movement and kind of the negative stigma that came from those teams exiting the league, uh, the idea is to rebrand it something new moving forward and uh, try to achieve more in these major sports. It's already a really good football league on the FCS level, and there have been years where it's been a multi-bid league in baseball. Certainly hoping to do more in basketball as well. Chris Grant, a younger, fresher face coming in to replace the retiring Commissioner Tom Burnett and trying to come up with new ideas, a new vision, a new way to express what this league is regionally to the rest of the country moving forward. Outside of that, I don't know if they have any particular names that they're researching in mind. That's really been kept pretty tight-lipped at this point, considering Grant's only been the commissioner now in full charge for a few weeks. Let's talk Tulane and American Athletic Conference. Uh, uh, Tulane in the last um, in, in the last uh, weekend of their regular season lost to Memphis last night. Uh, of course, Travis Jewett was relieved of his duties uh, early in the week. Um, why don't you talk first of all about Travis Jewett and then kind of go into where Tulane is. They're in a position now where, again, they've got to win the AAC to be able to get into, into postseason play. They didn't, they didn't seem too motivated last night against Memphis, uh, but, but just your th- overall thoughts. Well, yeah, you just wonder if they're saving it mentally for the conference tournament, whatever they may have left focus-wise as a team with their head coach being fired uh, before the finish line. But look, you and I have discussed this before, and we've been discussing it for at least a year now and, and probably longer, that there wasn't a lot of support, the core ground root supporters of the program for what Jewett had done at this point. He was given a contract extension to help him recruit, to stabilize, to see if he could get things going when his best year appeared to be the one that was cut short after just a few weeks due to COVID-19. He hasn't built off of that at all. Uh, He can certainly use that as an excuse moving forward for the rest of his career, but your record and your results and your inability to get to the NCAA tournament in six seasons speaks for itself. Tulane fans have higher expectations for this program with its history, and they should. And this year, look, it was just a few weeks ago they were able to take two out of three against East Carolina, the clear-cut favorite in the conference. Tulane was very much in the title race, and since then they've gone on to do nothing but lose series culminated by getting swept last weekend at Wichita State. So whatever the reasons are, whether there's injuries, off-the-field distractions, that all goes back to the head coach running his program and the direction in which it appears to be moving is either good or bad. And it was clearly the perception was mostly bad. Tulane fans expect more, and I'm impressed that Troy Dannon, who was stuck by this hire, uh, finally made the move and did so during the season uh, to show the fans he understands. He understands it's not good enough. And to also give this current team maybe a chance to shake off that negativity, and even though it didn't show last night, maybe when they go to Clearwater next week can put forth their best effort. You just never know. A baseball Mm -hmm. team can get hot at any time, and they will go there with absolutely no pressure on them, and that may be the best thing because at that point it's just guys playing baseball. Maybe they get hot. Um. You mentioned Troy Dan, and I talked about him earlier in the week. Second baseball hire, second basketball hire. Uh, obviously, Willie Fritz looks like he's the guy for football, but he had a really down year last year. Uh, at what point, again, does, does he get under a little bit of a hot seat 
because of the lack of success, especially when you talk about a sport in baseball where traditionally Tulane has done well. Well, you tell me, like, what as far as his superiors at the school, what do they really think and what do they really care about? Because you know a lot of people in this community who are heavily invested in Tulane athletics. Sure. You know the vibe about Dannon right now, and you hear a mm-hmm. lot more negative than positive. Now, that's just opinion, and some of them have good reasons, perhaps, with their closeness to the programs to have that opinion. But we've always wondered what the real commitment is, not just throwing a big donor a bit of money to build a football stadium on campus or to upgrade mm-hmm. this facility or that facility, but what the real overall vision is there to make Tulane – the most competitive athletic department it can be. And that's what I'll always question. And in this case of Dannon, is he on any kind of hot seat at all? I don't know. But the more rumblings I hear that maybe even coaches that he's hired uh, over there might not necessarily be happy with the state of affairs, the more you have to wonder at some point if a move is forced to be made uh, or, or even what he might be thinking his feelings are towards a long-term mm-hmm. future at Tulane, whether he's looking to advance his career or just looking right. to get a fresh start someplace else. Eric, you hear a, a lot of what I hear, I think, and, sure, and I'm beginning absolutely. to wonder. Uh, I don't know if he's under real pressure, but there may be not many happy figures of authority between the important head coaches and the athletic director himself over there at this point, if I had to speculate. Mm-hmm. Trust me, that's all it is, speculation. Sure. He shied away from, from, from hiring Tulane alum, and, and especially in baseball, where, again, they've had some success in terms of coaches. Uh, is this a year now where maybe he takes a look at a Jake Gotro, where, again, maybe he's looking at a Matt Reiser uh, to maybe, again, quell some of those Tulane fans that would like to see, again, one of their own be the head coach of the baseball team? I think Gotro, considering his history not only as a player but as a, a college baseball coach at this point now on the staff of Mississippi State, they won a national championship last year. He's been lauded for his ability to recruit. I'm sure that that's a conversation that's being had behind the scenes. It has to be. But uh, if he's not interested or it just can't work out in some way, it, Riser's name would come up as well. But at the same time, uh, uh, you know, Timing is everything, and right now, Southeastern, they were able to win a loser's bracket game today, Mm -hmm. and yes, they were the number two seed in the conference, but they have a losing record this season. And some folks up in Hammond are thinking that maybe that program should be doing more and being more successful than they've been the last two or three years. They invest a lot in their program at Southeastern, and they want to win. So maybe the timing's not right. You want to catch the big name, the hot hand at the right time. Look at LSU, Matt McMahon, Mm -hmm. really good job goes 30 wins in a season at a mid-major like Murray State, and it winds up right. setting up perfectly to get a job like LSU. You need that time, type of timing to work in your favor, and I don't think in Riser's case that the timing may be right this offseason for him. Jude Young, CrestedSports.com, 106.1 FM, uh, all access. Every Tuesday night you can hear him right here. Um, before I get to LSU, I want to ask about Joe Sherman and, and, and Delgado Dolphins. Again, they're in the and uh, in the NG, uh, NJCAA South Central um, Championships at, over at Kirsch Rooney. It is a tough, tough. Uh, um, um, uh, it's a tough uh, uh, round robin tournament here. Uh, talk a bit about his his club and going up against some really, really stout competition this weekend. 
Well, you know, Joe, he does it every single year. He manages to balance out what's important on the junior college level, which is put together winning teams every season and develop players for the next level. And he's done that again this year with numerous players moving on to play even at Power 5 teams. And at the same time, it just worked out that this is the year that Delgado's district or region, I should say, 23, winds up hosting the South Central Regional to try to get to another junior college World Series and Delgado hasn't been there since 2016 and the Dolphins are playing right now so it's their real chance and there's three games today involving the three teams that made it to this point so by the end of late tonight we're going to have a good mm -hmm. idea where the Dolphins stand as they play two games coming up one right now and one going on right after it in the early evening. LSU gets a huge win over Vandy last night uh, in Nashville. Uh, again, after getting swept by Ole Miss, they, they look like they've lost any chance to be able to host a regional unless, again, there's a huge turnaround with this series and then maybe in the tournament. Talk about uh, where the Tigers are right now. Well, a huge win last night, 13-2, to and gaining some momentum back. The question is, can they at least get one more at Vandy? It, it should help their RPI. I think they moved up seven spots with the win last night, but they're sitting at 30 right now. Uh, RPI still matters. So that tells me you need at least one win uh, to win this series to get yourself in a position so you'll have an above 500 SEC record going into the conference tournament. And with results going on in other games already between early today and yesterday, LSU could wind up even being the four seed and not have to play in that Tuesday win in your in round as far as getting into the main double elimination bracket. That would set up the Tigers better to put together multiple wins and make one last case to perhaps be able uh, to host at this point. Uh, if they can sweep Vanderbilt, that really changes things. When I did your TV show a couple weeks ago, we talked about they were going into their final mm -hmm. six SEC games, and if they could win three, they would have 17 wins and have a pretty good shot to be a host. We didn't think they'd lose all three of their home games to hold right. this like they did, but they can certainly flip that thing right around with a sweep at Vandy. Easier said than done, but at least a series win. Split one of these and get one of these last two. They have a chance going to Hoover where a run could get them into a host position. Louisiana, do you think make, make the tournament? Okay, you broke up a little bit there, Eric. Say that again for me. Louisiana teams that you believe will make the tournament? I, I think it's pretty good shot at this point that one wins an automatic bid from the Southland. Obviously, LSU is in. Uh, it may be a difficult task for uh, the Raging Cajuns in, in the Sun Belt because Texas State has been so dominant there. They're a ranked team and, and playing for the opportunity to host. But that puts a lot of pressure on them as well to seal the deal once you get to the conference tournament. Anything can happen in those formats, but they have to win there to do so. You're looking at Louisiana Tech in the same spot after they had a good start to the year and they were nationally ranked. When it comes down to it, it, it could very well wind up that it's just – LSU and uh, Louisiana team out of the Southland that winds up making the field, but I wouldn't count out any, including obviously a Southern. They're always dangerous when it comes to the SWAC tournament as well. Jude, you guys have, have, have done so much over CrestedSports.com and obviously highlighting uh, high school athletics across Louisiana. Uh, again, also, again, the live feed of games. Talk a bit about what you guys are doing. 
Well, right now, as we move into the quiet season, if you will, looking at the summertime, that means that more features going on on all levels of football uh, begin to take shape for us, and we go more in-depth, particularly on the high school level. You won't see any more coverage in the next two to two and a half months or so on Louisiana high school football than you will see on our website because we will communicate with coaches and start previewing their teams, including top players, top college recruits coming up for the fall. That's an annual tradition at Crescent City Sports. Uh, we're working on some things as far as highlighting local summer baseball on a higher level, perhaps even some live games that we'll have more information hopefully coming out on in the coming days. And obviously, uh, even though things are slowing down mostly for the Saints, they could still be making some free agent moves that we'll have to keep an eye on. And it's a big summer offseason for the Pelicans as they make a decision with the eighth overall pick and what they're going to do to further shape a roster that looks like it's finally ready and able to compete in the NBA. So more features coming out on where they may go with the draft next month and moving towards what they hope is a real breakout season for the franchise here. Yep, no doubt about it. How can folks follow you on social media? And, of course, uh, tell them about your show here, right here on 106.1 FM. Follow me at Jude Young on Twitter. And, of course, follow all of our content at Crescent City Sports. Again, at CCS Daily on Twitter and Facebook. At CCS Prep for the high school-specific coverage. That's at CCS Prep on Twitter and Facebook. And, of course, every Tuesday night right after your show, All Access will get you ready for what's upcoming in the weeks ahead into the fall with my show, an hour long. We'd love to get a chance to talk to you on 106.1 FM. Always a pleasure, my friend. Love having you on, 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 on both shows. Have a fantastic weekend, and we'll talk soon. You the man, E. Take care. Thank you. That's Jude Young. Again, CrestedSports.com and also 106.1 FM. I was thinking about who could I get on that could come in and could talk baseball and talk about the entire state leading into, again, the last weekend of um, regular season, the Southland again in the, in, in the beginning of their two-week tournament. And, of course, it, it just clicked. Jude Young, let me get him on. And, of course, come on. He's an encyclopedia of knowledge. Uh, and that's on every sport, every single sport. If you're not checking him out on Tuesday nights, you're, you're missing out. Uh, because, again, he's got a, just a plethora of knowledge. Uh, that's why we love having him on the TV show so much. Hey, don't forget about Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating when you're in the market for a generator for your home or your business. At Burkhardt, again, um, uh, they, have, they offer single-day installs. Uh, a warehouse fully stocked with all the parts you need. So, again, 24-7, 365 emergency service is not a problem. As soon as it's safe to send their technicians out, they'll be there getting you up and running. Uh, if you're looking for that generator, how about financing available generators? You pay that over time with small monthly notes. And, of course, that new install quality check after one month is something they do for all of, of uh, the, um, all the, uh, everything that they install in your home or your, or your business. Uh, it's almost a prerequisite now. If you live in South Louisiana, if you're going to need a generator for your home or business to keep the power on, Burkhardt is the expert. They have generators in their warehouse right now ready to install in your home or business. Call them now. Remember, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. It is the William Grant family Distillers Friday Extravaganza. Eric Asher with you until 544 this afternoon, leading you into UNO baseball. We'll be right back.
Hi, Eric Ash with Celebrity Chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Apple. Are you looking to add more ground clearance or enjoy new terrains? Or you want to improve the ride quality and hauling capacity of your car, truck, or SUV? Then Southern Tire has the answer. We are your lift and leveling kit experts. If you enjoy going off-road, Southern Tire has the lift kit for your vehicle. Our suspension lift kits will increase ground clearance and the performance of your vehicle. Hickory and Airline and Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Mambo's, 411 Bourbon Street. Three floors of incredible dining in what might be the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest and magnificent cocktails. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter Courtyard or on our Bourbon Street balcony. Come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Mambo is perfect for a night out with friends, a romantic getaway, your next event, or a delicious meal with family. Lunch and dinner seven days a week. Order online for delivery at mambonola.com. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. Francesca by Katie's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Francesca is offering a menu that includes family meals, daily specials, delicious sides, award-winning pizza, New Orleans best burgers, poor boys muffaladas, and family recipes. A St. Louis-style deli with sandwiches and sodas. Wine and beer also available. Check out our menu online at francescadeli.com. Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-266-2511. Dine indoors, dine outdoors, or use our delivery services. That's Francesca by Katie's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. And get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti, in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. If your wiper blades are smearing and streaking, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts to save $8 instantly on a pair of Rain-X Latitude wiper blades. Our professional parts people will even install them for you for free. Improve visibility and save money with Rain-X Latitude wiper blades. Visit O'Reilly Auto Parts or shop online at O'ReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. We're planning a trip to Spain later this year. But our Spanish is... It's pretty bad. So we're using Babbel. Babbel's conversation-based method teaches you real-life words and phrases. And with Babbel's interactive bite-sized lessons, you'll remember what you learned. There's no easier way to learn another language. Ahora hablamos español. He just said, now we speak Spanish. Babbel, language for life. Now try Babbel for free. Just go to babbel.com. That's B-A-B-B-E-L dot com. FC Gulf Coast Jam. Country on the Coast is coming to Panama City Beach, Florida. Real Fun Beach, June the 2nd through the 5th. Florida Georgia it Line. Nice it'll be, it'll be. Brooks and Dunn. Brett Young, in case you didn't know. Jordan Davis, Chris Jansen, Scotty McCrary, Matty and Tay, and more. Tickets on sale at GulfCoastJam.com. Sponsor Florida Restaurant and Lodging Association.
Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. It is the William Grant family. Still is Friday Travaganza. I want to uh, give a congratulations to Loyola. Uh, their baseball team uh, lost to LSU Shreveport last night. Uh, again, uh, it was a winner-take-all game that could have got them to the NAIA World Series. LSU Shreveport moves on. Loyola season ends. Congratulations to Loyola Wolfpack. 36-win uh, season for them uh, this season, and just one game away from uh, the NAIA World Series. Hey, again, don't forget, reach for a William Grant product uh, as you uh, head out to your favorite spirit store to get a stock up for the weekend, or maybe you head out to your favorite restaurant or bar, Henry's Gym, Malago Tequila, Reka Vaca, hottest spirits on the market. You love scotch, we got the hottest scotches out there. Again, all award-winning. Then Fittick Scotts Whiskey, the Balvini Scotts Whiskey, Grant's Blender Scotts Whiskey, and also Monkey Shoulder. Uh, you also got Sailor Jerry Rum, Florida County Nicaragua Rum, and uh, Fistful of Bourbon Whiskey and Hudson Bourbon Whiskey. Eric Asher with you until 544. We'll be right back. At Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, 15 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Francesca is offering a menu that includes family meals, daily specials, delicious sides, award-winning pizza, New Orleans Best Burgers, Poor Boys Muffaladas, and family recipes. A St. Louis-style deli with sandwiches and sodas, wine and beer also available. Check out our menu online at FrancescaDeli.com. Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-266-2511. Dine indoors, dine outdoors, or use our delivery services. That's Francesca by Katie's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview.
two of Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you. 106.1 FM Nash Icon. Normally four to six weekdays. Today, we're getting out of here at 544. We'll make way for uh, uh, UNO uh, baseball in the Southland uh, Conference Tournament. Uh, again, round two. Uh, they'll take on Texas A&M Corpus Christi. 545 pregame, 6 o'clock first pitch uh, right here on 106.1 FM. Uh, remember, our show can be heard on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app. If you are uh, got to walk away from your radio for any reason, Nash FM 106.1 uh, and also ericasher.com on the World Wide Web. Anchor is our home base because our podcast is everywhere. Check it out on your favorite podcasting platform. And, um, yes, we got we got the uh, kinks out of the situation at WLAE-TV and, uh, and YouTube. Uh, so the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports is up on our social media platforms, at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram. Mike Dettelier, join me on the program. The rebroadcast tonight on 9 o'clock on Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock on WLAE, 2 a.m. on The Deuce on Saturday morning, Saturday afternoon at 5 p.m. On, on Pelican Sports Television. But as mentioned, you can go to um, uh, the WLATV YouTube page right now. It's there. It'll be up on ericasher.com very shortly, but it's already up on our social media platforms. Today's program is brought to you by my good friends over at the William Grant um, Independent Family Distillers, fifth-generation family distillers uh, and uh, since 1887. And just a fantastic portfolio of spirits. So proud to be able to have uh, William Grant as our title sponsor on, on a Friday. And, of course, now Hendricks Neptunia Gin uh, sponsoring our Monday program. Uh, hottest spirits on the market and just quality spirits up and down the portfolio. Hendricks Gin, Malago Tequila, Reca Vaca. I'm telling you right now, if you drink one of those spirits, there you go to spirits, you've got to try William Grant's version. And then if you're a scotch drinker, you already know. Because, again, there's a long lineage of, of a grand, great scotches, award-winning scotches uh, that, that have come from William Grant, fifth-generation Scottish family distiller, uh, Glenfiddich Scots Whiskey, the Balvini Scots Whiskey, Grand Splendid Scots Whiskey, Monkey Shoulder Single Malt. If you're watching a movie, okay, or, or a television program, a lot of times, again, you'll see the product placement, and you'll see if they're drinking scotch. You'll look on the bottle, you'll see the Balvini, you'll see Glenfiddich, you'll see Grant's, you'll see Monkey Shoulder. Again, uh, again, for product placement. Again, so uh, it's everywhere. It's in your favorite uh, uh, spirit uh, store, your favorite watering hole, and, and, of course, your favorite restaurant because, again, when it comes to scotch, uh, again, that is what William Grant has been known for since the inception of, of the distillery. But not just stopping there. Uh, the rum portfolio includes, again, Florida Canyon Nicaraguan rum as well as Sailor Jerry rum. That spice rum is one of the, the top-selling spice rums uh, in all the world. And, of course, in Louisiana, if you buy a bottle of, of Sailor Jerry rum, a portion of those proceeds go to the God Foundation, www.godourtroops.org. Look, it's such a great give back, and I congratulate George Loriana, William Grant, Republic Beverage for, again, seeing this, knowing, again, that Sailor Jerry Rum has this connection to the military, uh, and, and then, of course, helping out active military members, retired military members, and their family, all Louisianians, the money stays right here in Louisiana through the Gat Foundation. Over $200,000 in financial aid given since, uh, again, 2012. Uh, it helps, again, those that have served us and their families that have given up so much with living expenses, rent, mortgage payments, utility bills, insurance premiums, even necessary home repairs. Look, I want you to go buy as many bottles of Sailor Jerry Rum as you can stock up with, okay? But also, 
feel free to be able to give to the Gott Foundation directly, www.gotourtroops.org. You've heard George say this on this program many, many times. He comes from a military family. Again, uh, generations of members of his family that have served in the military protecting our country. And this was something that was really near and dear to his heart. And, of course, William Grant jumped on, Republic jumped on. So, again, give to the God Foundation or buy a bottle of Sailor Jerry rum. Indirectly, you're helping right there uh, as well. Tell them more, do Irish whiskey. Uh, again, one, one of the second largest selling Irish whiskey in all the world. Fantastic Irish whiskey for you. And, of course, Fistful of Bourbon Whiskey, Hudson Bourbon Whiskey, round out uh, the bourbon uh, portfolio for William Grant. All award-winning, um, uh, all award-winning um, liquors that, that again that are tops in their portfolio. So again, whether you head in your favorite spirit store, you had your favorite restaurant or bar, uh, ask, demand a William Grant product. All right, I want to thank Jude Young for joining us in, in the first hour. Uh, don't forget about my friends at Southern Tire, Hickory and Airline in Mary, North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank. I don't care where you live. Saturday's a day where a lot of people take their vehicles to, into the um, shop because, look, you don't have the whole week off, right? You bring your, sh- your, your, your vehicle over to Southern Tire, and, look, uh, Ru- Rudy, Rudy Dixon, my uh, producer, can, can, can attest to that. They'll take care of you today where the other guys want you to leave your car for a couple days or, again, le- you know, and, th- and they'll get to you. That's just not – that's Southern Tire is all about customer service. Uh, the same diagnostic equipment you get at the dealership, you get at Southern Tire. Same ASC certified technicians you get at the dealership, you get at Southern Tire. Those ASC certified technicians have been with Southern Tire in some cases a decade or more. Uh, and, of course, when it comes to the largest selection of tires in the metropolitan area, nobody can match, again, the, 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 the depth and breadth of, of uh, the uh, tires that they have in stock or can get you at Southern Tire. Uh, tires and wheels up to 30 inches. Finance is available. You can, they can fix your damaged rims as well. It's a one-stop shop for all your automotive needs. It's Southern Tire, owned by the Piazza family since 1972. And there will be a member of the Piazza family at Southern Tire, whether it's Tony, Tony, Tony Sr., Tony Jr., Tony's wife, Tony's daughter. They're all working there every day, again, six days a week. So, again, you'll find a Piazza family on the, on, on the premises. Hickory and Airline and Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6, Saturday from 8 to 3. 504-737-1558 is the phone number. Or go to southerntire.com uh, and check out all the service they provide for their customers. Again, Southern Tire, Hickory and Airline in Mentory. All right. We're going to have some fun in this, uh, in this last uh, uh, segment of, of the show. Um, my good friend Glenn Gilbo of uh, – Outkick.com joins us on the program, and we're going to talk a lot of stuff this afternoon uh, as, as we go forward. Glenn, welcome to the show. How are you, my friend? Good afternoon, Eric. How are you, bud? Doing great. Glenn, I thought about you last night as I'm, I'm, I'm doing the research for the show, and you know, I was, I was on social media, and I, and I realized again yesterday, and I didn't even say anything about it, it was Archie Manning's birthday. And then I, you know, again, a lot of people have put up highlight reels of Archie Manning yesterday, all over, all over social media, it was everywhere. Happy birthday, Archie! Saints did it, so many people. And I got a chance to kind of, you know, you and I were in that era. I got a chance almost to relive my childhood. And then as I'm watching all the highlights, one thing stuck out of me on all these highlights: Archie was not in the pocket for for any highlight. He was running for his life. He was rolling out. He was running. I mean, I'll tell you, every single highlight, Glenn, I'm watching poor Archie, and Archie's running and running and running, you know, sideline to sideline. I mean, just trying to – now, look, threw a pretty ball, kind of a side-on ball. Uh, a guy that, again, if he would have had a decent offensive line and weapons, uh, again, he could have been looked at as one of the top players in the history of the NFL. Unfortunately, he got with the sad sack Saints that, that, that again, never protected him, never gave him many weapons, no, except for, what is it, the 79 team, 79-80 uh, team, when, again, it was Chandler, uh, 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 Chandler Childs, uh, 
Iclaris, Muncie and Galbraith. That was that was the only time. And then they had Dobler, oh. and, and the offensive line was pretty good then. But other than that, oh, the guy was running oh, yeah. for his life. I mean, I thought about you last night. I'm saying this is our era, okay, because I knew you were coming on today. But every single highlight had Archie on the run. <laughs> Yeah, he was he was a great quarterback. He he really was. People people don't realize and, and you know, I was at Archie's first ever regular season game in, in 1971. I was 10 years old at, at Tulane Stadium and he completed, I'm pretty sure he completed his first 11 passes as an NFL quarterback or it may have been his his first 13. And, uh, you know, they, they upset the Rams 24-20. He rolled out on the last play of the game and scored. Uh, you know, it was, a, it was a great two-minute drive or less to, to get down there. You know, he completed a pass to Bob Grisham. There was a, uh, a pass interference. Uh, the guy hit Danny Abramowitz right at the one-yard line or in the, or in the end zone, and they got to the – that put him on the one. And uh, it was it was just a great game, and and uh, you know they finished four eight and two that year, uh, which was good <laughs> at that time. And, and yeah, uh, that was good. It was. <laughs> yeah, and and they they upset the Dallas Cowboys twenty four yep. fourteen in Tulane Stadium, and Archie got hurt you know several times that season. He was he was hurt all the time uh, because you know he had no offensive line. But um, no, that but that that first game, he went to the sideline before the last play with two seconds left, and JD Roberts was the coach, and he told this years later that you know he sat there and they're all talking and they're talking and they're on the phone upstairs and they never gave him a play, and then it was time to run back out there, so he decided, <laughs> okay, well I'll just run in, you know. He was an incredible athlete and, and a great quarterback, and. You know, again, doesn't get his due when you talk about, you know, nationally on, on, on his career. You know, if it really if it wasn't for Peyton and Eli being in the league, probably he'd probably be forgotten by now. Uh, but he's one of those guys. And I remember Roger Staubach saying this when we were growing up. Uh, you know, again, you put me on, on the New Orleans Saints and you put Archie on, on the Dallas Cowboys. Archie's going to be a Hall of Famer, and he's going to win Super Bowls. And 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 I and I'm going to I'm going to be in the situation that Archie's in, where again I'm I'm kind of fighting for my pro life. Now I'm I'm prefacing that, but that's pretty much what he said. You know, again oh, talking no. about again, all he needed was weapons and to be able to be to be protected, and he would have been on the same par as these other quarterbacks that we revere as some of the greatest. Yeah, and Archie was so loyal to the city and to the franchise. You know, and, and he went through that one in fifteen season, and and people continually asking him, and and he stayed with them. And I was really hoping that when he finally did leave, when when Bum traded him for Leon Gray, which was a ridiculous trade, ridiculous. Uh, that you know, I was hoping like a little before that that he would go to a good team, but the Oilers were terrible when he went. Yep. Then he went to the Vikings, and they weren't any good. You know, so right. he just had no no luck. You'd have loved to seen him. You know, with I mean, could you imagine with the Steelers or somebody? Uh, you know, I always always wanted to see him play in a in a playoff game with a with a real team. You know, because he he was really really good and versatile. He really was more versatile than anybody of his of his time, really. Yep.
And then, and then again, never really got a chance to play for Hank Stram either. I mean, that, that's when he got injured. He injured the shoulder. Stram comes in with this, this again, this great um, uh, playbook that he was going to put. He was going to surround. He was going to surround Archie with all these these weapons. And Archie was going to be the focal point. He had to go to Bobby Douglas, Bobby Scott, because ultimately yeah. Archie was injured. And and look, that was the kind of the precursor to again those prolific offenses that we saw in the late seventies, early eighties. That again, where, where Archie was really dominating. And you know, again. Well, an NFC uh, player of the year, I think, uh, uh, one year. Uh, offensive player of the year because of, again, I mean, he, and, and that's when he had weapons like he had with, again, Muncie and Galbraith and, and of course, Wes Chandler and, and Childs and, and Ike Harris. Man, you saw a different Archie Manning. Oh, no no question about it. And, and uh, I think he was NFL man of the year one time, too. And he, he played the uh, the, the 19 19- the Pro Bowl after the 79 season, the Saints dominated that thing. It was Archie and Chuck Muncie and, and Chandler and everybody. And then in 1980, everything fell apart, you know, due to cocaine. cocaine Not Archie, right. but, 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 yeah. but the, the other Don Reese and Muncie. Um, but, uh, yeah, it, 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 it's sad that uh, he never got to play on a, on a good team. But, but, but God gave him two sons that won Super Bowls, you know, so yep. it kind of worked out. It did work out. It's, it's tough to see him walking with a cane now, but when you think back to, again, how the, the brutal beatings he took back then, again, the, they didn't protect the quarterback like they protect the quarterback now. And, and, and you mentioned it. Just the I remember when he was drafted and, and just the way, again, the, the, the euphoria of the city with, again, Archie coming in thinking he was going to be the savior to turn things around. Uh, he did his best. He just couldn't do it by himself. Right, right. And, and he had just played in a Sugar Bowl there. Um, right, Arkansas, you know, and, mm-hmm. and uh, everybody kind of knew he was coming. I remember there was a great bumper sticker. It, it after he was drafted, it it said Archie in all big letters, and then in small letters is uh, and then in big big block letters Saint. So it was just yep. Archie Saint, you know, Archie is a Saint, but the bumper sticker Archie Saint, you know, and um, that that was just a real uh, exciting time and. And uh, he, he, he definitely had some, some great years. He set some NFL records at the time yep. uh, for offense when, when he was on the, the, those 78 and 79 teams. And, of course, when you, when you, when you get into you know, the, 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 the mid-70s, to have two players of the stature of Archie Manning and Pistol Pete Maravich playing in that dome was amazing. I mean, to grow up during that time in the city with, again, in basketball, you've got, you got, you got the, the wizard, okay, Maravich playing on, 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 in the dome, and then during the football season, it's Archie Manning. And so, I mean, if you're talking about heroes for kids growing up, those were my two heroes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, no question about it. And, and you know, un, un, unfortunately for, for, for both of them, they, they've never had the, uh, the playoff success. You know, Pete did actually make the playoffs a couple of times with the Hawks, but they, they didn't do much. And uh, he was going to make the playoffs with the Jazz and Chuck Robinson. Uh, and I, I think it was the uh, – might have been the 76-77 season or maybe it was 77-78 um, – and, uh, you know, he hurt his ankle. and, and yeah, 77-78 blew out his knee against yeah. Buffalo. Yeah, yeah. It was, uh, With the between-the-legs pass almost oh, yeah. full court. Uh, right. I was at the game, too. And uh, right. the, uh, the, the coach of the Buffalo team that night was uh, Cotton Fitzsimmons, yep. who coached Pete at, at the Hawks, and one of Cotton's right. assistants was Scotty Robertson, who was the first mm-hmm. coach of the Jazz, former, yes. former tech coach, but – 
I was mm-hmm. just talking to Barry Mendelson about that uh, a couple of weeks ago for that Lakers piece, and yes. you know, there's a there's a there's a documentary coming out that well, actually, it's a movie that they uh, filmed uh, in the state capitol about Pete Maravich and the Dome and and, and Barry Mendelson and uh, Edwin Edwards is is in it or portrayed in it, mm-hmm. and uh, that's I'm not sure when that's coming out. I think late late this year, uh, which should be interesting for New Orleanians. Oh, you, you, you know, I'll be in that number. That's for sure. Hey, let me take a quick break. I want to come back. I want to talk about Jimbo versus, uh, uh, versus Saban. You've written a lot about it over the last two days. And I want to talk also about uh, the SEC changing now with going to 16 teams, possibly getting rid of divisions. I want to get into all that. We had a, sh- a shortened show today. Uh, Glenn's going to stay with us until 544 when we break out. Uh, you listen to Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you to 544. Again, it's the William Grant family. It's still his Friday extravaganza. Don't forget about Burkhardt now. ACpromise.com, ACpromise.com. I'm in the market for a new air conditioning system. Remember, Burkhardt is authorized to sell some of the top brands in the industry. And when it comes to repairing your system, keeping it rolling, hey, Burkhardt are the experts. They are authorized to service all brands. Truly a company can trust. It's Burkhardt, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Hi, this is Ken Trahan. The Three Tailgaters Show is a Saturday morning tradition on 1061 Nash Icon. Tune in every Saturday morning from 10 a.m. to noon with my partner Ed Daniels of WGNO and WNOL to join me to talk sports with you every single week with your calls as well. The Three Tailgaters Show, Saturday mornings, 10 a.m. to noon on 1061 Nash Icon. This report is sponsored by Discover. With prices soaring at the pump, Discover has your back with cashback. Use Discover to earn 5% cash back at gas stations and Target now through June on up to $1,500 in purchases when you activate. Limitations apply. Learn more at discover.com slash rewards. Keep in mind that 10 eastbound between Dalman and Crowder is closed due to an incident. Again, 10 eastbound between Dalman and Crowder is closed. So your delays are going to be heavy on 10 eastbound for more leans to read. And also look out for delays that are solid on 10 eastbound from the 310 to the airport. In the meantime, delays are going to be solid if you're traveling on 10 westbound from Bonneville to the airport. Your delays are heavy on the 610 on the eastbound side from Canal Boulevard to the 10610 merge. If you're traveling eastbound along the West Bank Expressway, the Crescent City Connection, and the Pontchartrain Expressway, your delays are solid from Stumpf Boulevard to the Claiborne Earhart exit. Also on the westbound side along the West Bank Expressway, your backups are solid if you're traveling from just past Ames Boulevard to Avondale and look out for accidents Carrollton at Panola also Myrtle at Lotus and Woodland Drive at Maple Leaf I'm at Robinson broadcasting from the attorney Mike Brandner traffic center traffic is brought to you by DA exterminating proud to be locally owned and serving over 60 years DA exterminating is proud to be locally owned and serving Louisiana's Gulf South for over 60 years If you want a fast response and great service, call DA now on the North Shore and in Metairie, or you can visit us online at daexterminating.com. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes, ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory. 
467 Hickory Avenue, open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soup, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great Southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can have. If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com and tell them Eric sent you. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. And get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti, in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. Celebrate the start of your day the local way with New Orleans Roast Coffee. We've got a brand new look with the same great premium taste. Try our chocolate beignet blend with flavors of rich chocolate and classic New Orleans beignets. Pick up some today at your local grocer. New Orleans Roast Coffee, a true taste of New Orleans. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 544 this afternoon. I want to remind everybody, uh, stay away from the uh, I-10 in New Orleans East. It's been another shooting on the interstate. Um, it's uh, the I-10 I is closed from Morrison to Crowder. Uh, they're rerouting traffic to the Dalman Road exit, but again, another shooting on the interstate here in New Orleans. Uh, and five o'clock traffic, so again, try to uh, avoid that area if you can. Glenn Gilboy is our guest. Uh, Glenn, uh, the the summer meetings are in June in Destin for the SEC, but there's been a lot of leaks out there. Some of the things that may be happening as the team as the conference goes from 14 to 16 games with um, Oklahoma and Texas now again uh, being part of the SEC. First of all, this week the NCAA came out and said there's going to be a no limit on uh, signing classes uh, be, because of the transfer portal. There's an 85 uh, uh, 85 limit in terms of scholarships, but there'll be unlimited in terms of the signing classes because of again uh, the way the transfer portal has really affected uh, recruiting but the sec meeting in june they're going to take they're going to take up again the the future of the sec possibly do away with divisions possibly going to going to nine conference games three or four permanent opponents maybe a four-team pod that'll form a rotating division or four divisions it's up in the air right now you've been doing a lot of research on this you've been writing a lot about it over the last couple of days what are your thoughts on what's going to happen well i don't think anything will will happen as far as the change until the 2025 season. Of course, you know, they'll, they'll probably decide what they're going to do a year or two before that. But th that's the year still that those two are supposed to go in. They're probably not going to go in 
before that. The earliest they could go in is 2024. So just from what Sankey said the other night, he said, uh, you know, when they bring in the 16, that 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 one of the things they're considering is, is no divisions. Uh, and that would uh, open up the scheduling so you're not tied to uh, all the, uh, the same division opponents every year. And then, you know, obviously then you wouldn't have the permanent two from the, uh, from the other side. But I'm sure there's still going to be some permanent games, there, and there needs to be some, some permanent games. Uh, but it, it should be fun, you know, regardless of how they do it. Um, you know, you're not going to have these huge gaps of time between when two teams play. Right. Uh, so, so you'll you'll have some of those uh, in, more interesting games. You know, like Georgia and Texas A&M have barely ever played. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Auburn and Tennessee have not played a lot, and they used to play right. all the time before yes. they went to the SEC. So, mm-hmm. you know, so it should be fun, and and you know, hopefully LSU will get to play uh, Texas and Oklahoma. Hopefully, they'll get to play one of them every mm-hmm. year. I would, yes. I would hope both. Um, but you, you know, you never know. And um, you know, so that's that's going to be uh, interesting to watch how, how the schedule ends up. What about LSU fans that, that fear that this is going to be an Alabama-centric type move to to help Bama and maybe again hurt teams like LSU, maybe Texas and Oklahoma that are coming in? Well, you know, I mean. Um, I never really believed that that's what was happening. Nor um, did I. <laughs> I know. It's it's amazing how LSU fans can come up with reasons when they don't win. And then and then they have a season where they win everything, 2019, mm-hmm. and none of those conspiracies entered the picture. Right. Um, so I guess they just took a year off, the conspiracies that year. But, <laughs> yeah, that uh, year. I, I mean, you know, I, I think they did a great job of scheduling uh, the way they've scheduled up to this point. I mean, the, the permanent opponents made mm-hmm. sense because LSU and Florida played every year before they went to division. But it, it's going to be uh, difficult to keep everything fair, you know, and, and, and you really can't keep things fair anyway because you never know who's going to be good. You don't know who's going to be good know, and who's going to be not. Right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So you, I mean, you just got to really play who's on your schedule. Yeah, yeah. But, but so. the fact that it's going to be a, a possibility that again you're not that you're going to not see a school for four years. Say a kid starts as a freshman, he leaves as a senior, and he never yeah. sees one of the other schools in in, in the conference. Yeah. That's solving that issue. Well, yeah. Well, maybe it, it might. You know, yeah, because you know LSU never played Peyton Manning, they never played right. Bo Jackson, and they never right. played Herschel Walker. You know, that's there ridiculous. You go. Um, and the main problem with that was that they've never played enough conference games. You know, mm-hmm. I, I think they should play, you know, 10 conference games. I, I really do when you go to 16 um, because, you know, the non-conference games, uh, you, you know, you, I guess you could have one, you know, and uh, and then the other game would be like a, a, a rent-a-win. But they, they yeah. probably won't go to – they'll probably go to nine. Uh you know, so that's going to be uneven. You know, there's going to be years where LSU has an advantage, depending on how things are, and then there's going to be years yes. where other teams do. You know, but that's that's why you have the playoffs. You know, yep. I'm, so, I'm with you. So and and those at large bids mean a lot too. I mean, that's uh, you know, again, that's one of the reasons why Stanky made sure that ultimately that uh, uh, you know that they held on to those at large bids when it comes to again the, the playoffs because you you know you have so much talent in the SEC I got about five minutes left I don't want to I don't want to get out of here without because I think you've done a great job in covering the Saban Fisher feud over the last day or so just to, for those that haven't read your stuff your overall thoughts 
Well, it's at outkick.com. It's, it's still up there. Um, well, you know, I think, I think just about everything Nick said was, was accurate. Um, but you know, he, he probably shouldn't have said it. You know, he, he, he broke the code, you know, and then Jimbo exploded <laughs> the code <laughs> and, and, you know, good for Jimbo. He went scorched he earth. <laughs> What's that? So he went scorched earth. Yeah. 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 Well, he, you know, he said what, uh, you know, he was brave enough to say a lot of things about, yeah. about Nick Saban that that people, uh, maybe other people believe. It reminded me of when Dale Brown ripped Bobby Knight uh, mm-hmm. back in 1987. Yes. Of course, Bobby Knight deserved a lot more criticism than, than Nick ever will. But but um, I appreciate Jimbo standing up. And uh, and you know what? Nick Jimbo achieved one thing. I don't think Nick will ever talk bad about Texas Jimbo Fisher again. Ever. After what Jimbo said, no, and nor, nor will he ever ever touch again uh, HBCUs or Jackson State again. After you know, exactly. going after exactly. you know that that lame excuse. I read it in the paper. I mean, come on. Well, no, I think what he what he was saying there was that it's just so out there that that people are breaking the original rule of the NCAA mm-hmm. that you're not supposed right. to use the NIL as a recruiting tool. And he's been reading about it in the paper. He was just kind of a, amazed at that. Um, and, and that rule has been broken. Um, but, um, you know, I, I think uh, – but Nick still looks bad in doing it because it's not yes. like he's struggling, you know. No. I mean, that. But it, I do like think rich- that uh- – He's getting a little desperate here. I think he looks at the future of college, of college athletics, especially football, and he sees deep pockets in states like Texas and realizes that, again, that he is going to have competition now with NIL in, in terms of, again, can he keep up with the A&Ms and the Texases that are going to be in, their, in his conference when it comes to NIL and the ability to pay players? Yeah, and I wrote about that, you know, because here's a guy, he's been getting beat by Georgia. He's been getting out-recruited by Georgia and beat by Georgia on the field. Now he's getting right on top of that. He's getting beat in recruiting by Texas A&M, and he did also get beat by him once on the on the field. So he might be realizing that, you know, man, these, these guys are, are catching up with me, and yep. the NIL doesn't make it easier. But, you know, Texas, the state of Texas, has always had the big money, and they've never mm-hmm. won big. So, so you just can't assume they're all of a sudden going to win big. They might get the best recruits and still lose. That's what they've right. always done. Uh, sure, Texas they, they, they could happen, but yeah, NIL is going to help them. It'll help them, but A and M's had talent a lot and never won at all. You know, so they yep. they still have to prove it on the field. But but here's the thing, and I just sent you the story. I I, just I, I saw it. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The amazing thing about if, if Saban had not said those comments about A&M, he said a lot of smart things about the state of the NCAA and the NIL mm-hmm. in right. the rest of his talk on Wednesday, and that's in my story now. And he echoed what John Ruiz, this billionaire businessman from Miami, is saying. These, these collectives, people are going to get tired paying the money for these kids, especially right. these kids who don't play. You know, in the old days, yeah, the money was under the table, but only the good players got paid. Now right. you got players getting paid that aren't any good, or they haven't proven that they're mm-hmm. any good. You know, and sooner or later the money's going to run out, or or these millionaires are going to get tired of paying money for kids yep. that might not win or might not be any good. You know, so it's going it's going to be interesting to watch how it develops because I think it's going to start changing soon. Yep.
And uh, I think the NCAA, they, they try to get Congress to get involved in it. They wouldn't. I think they're going to have to figure it out going forward, how they can, uh, they can balance NIL with a quote, and I'm doing air quotes here, with amateurism. And, and I think that, that's going to be the tough situation going forward. Glenn, we're, we're, we're out of time, but why don't you tell the folks once again about OutKick, how they can follow you on social media. And I look forward to our, our conversation again uh, next week. Well, I'm still on LSU Beat Tweet. You can get the, the, the stories there. And you can also go to the OutKick uh, on, on Twitter and then uh, the free website, OutKick.com. We, we probably had uh, six or seven stories on, on Jimbo Fisher and, and Nick Saban yep. yesterday and one, one or two more today. Even Clay Travis had a couple of columns mm-hmm. on it. So there's a lot on that that feud and and i'll be in destin in a couple of weeks and uh, i'm sure uh, i'm gonna be watching jimbo and nick make sure they don't get into a fight yeah you be the referee there you go <laughs> <laughs> thanks for the time bud it's been a, it's been fun always appreciate it okay thank you that's glenn gilbo again uh, outkick.com hey don't forget about my friends at burkhardt air conditioning and heating again uh, if you need help ac breaks down over the weekend they'll be there 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call, only doing the work that's necessary to lead a company in trust. It's Burkhardt, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Don't forget, reach for a William Grant product this weekend, restocking that liquor cabinet for the rest of the week. Henry's Gin, Malago Tequila, Rekha Vodka, hottest spirits on the market. How about, again, a, a Scotch portfolio that is second to none? Um, Glenfiddich Scotch Whiskey, the Balvini Scotch Whiskey, Grand Splendid Scotch Whiskey, Monkey Shoulder, Single Malt. Uh, you love bourbon? How about a fistful of bourbon, bourbon whiskey, or Hudson bourbon whiskey? Uh, if Irish whiskey is more your, uh, your, uh, your, your suit, how about, again, Tullamore Dew Irish whiskey, the second largest selling Irish whiskey in all the world. And, of course, the uh, rum portfolio features Florida Kanye Nicaraguan rum, along with uh, our, our good friends over at Sailor Jerry Rum, giving back to our, uh, our Louisiana military members and their families, both retired and also active, through the Gott Foundation, www.gottourtruth.org. You can buy a bottle of Sailor Jerry Rum or, again, give, give, through, the, uh, uh, give through the website, www.gottourtruth.org, taking care of our Louisiana military members and their family, retired and also active, helping with insurance premiums, home, no home repairs and uh, utility bills, mortgage payments, rent, and also living expenses, all that part of, again, what the God Foundation does. I uh, want to thank Glenn Gilbo for joining us in the program. Also, Jude Young's been, a, again, uh, just a, some great um, um, uh, talk with both those guys. Uh, both of them, again, just a plethora of knowledge. Really appreciate them being on the program. Remember, Mike Dettelier joins me on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports tonight. Uh, 9 o'clock on Pelican, 10 o'clock on WLAE. Uh, Saturday morning at 2 a.m. on The Deuce. Saturday afternoon at 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. Uh, it's on the WLAE TV YouTube page now. It's on all of our social media platforms as well, so you catch that at your leisure. Our podcast will be up about 20 minutes after our program ends. So, again, if you missed any of today's program, you can listen to the podcast uh, at the Anchor app or on your favorite podcasting platforms. Uh, and uh, as always, we, we uh, thank Rudy back at studio uh, for producing the program. We appreciate all of our fantastic sponsors. Uh, our restaurant sponsors are open and ready for you. It's graduation weekend, so if you got the family together and you're looking for a great bite to eat uh, at one of our fantastic restaurants, just click on ericasher.com, uh, go to the, uh, uh, go to the uh, website, and you'll be able to check out a, uh, the, the all, all the restaurateurs and all the sponsors on a slideshow on our show. Just click on their uh, their icon. It'll take you right to their website. It'll give you the, the times they're open, the menu, everything you need to know. And please support our, our uh, sponsors, especially those restaurateurs uh, that, again, will be looking for you to come on in during this graduation weekend. 
been a blast, New Orleans. Thanks so much for tuning in. Hope you guys have a fantastic weekend. My name is Eric Asher. See you Monday, straight up 4 o'clock. From the dog catching the governor. That includes the mayor. They all got to go. Wait.